y'all. Welcome back to another episode of Unfiltered Woman of Faith. I am your host, Darianne Modelise, and I am so excited that you decided to join me today. If you are a new listener, welcome to the family. And as always, if you are a returning listener, thank you for sticking with me and hanging in there. Um, Before y'all start and get on my case, I know that it has been a while since, well, it hasn't been that long, but it's been, you know, some weeks since you guys have seen me. And again, I apologize. I'm really trying to be consistent, but God has just been bringing me through a season. I don't know what's going on. It's just, you know, it's been a lot. And so I just thank you for, again, sticking with me and bearing with me, even when I say I'm going to be consistent and I'm not. And so again, I apologize for that, but we're working on it. Okay. We're working on it. And as the season goes, we're only getting better. And so with that being said, I know y'all probably like, girl, it's been so long. We don't even know what we're talking about anymore. And so let me just brief you on what we're talking about this season. So if you are all caught up and you remember what the theme for this season is, It is called Battle of the Sexes, the Word versus the World. And last week, or not last week, but last episode, we talked about like the world's gender roles versus what God calls us as men and women to do, what he how he calls us to exist in this world. And so I vaguely just read off kind of his expectations for us together as men and women and then uniquely as men and women. And I said that as we move along during this season, we'll take each role and responsibility and kind of break it down further and just help us understand what exactly God is trying to say so that we can start to move and operate in what he calls us to do. And The first thing that he calls us both men and women to do or to be is Christ-like. He calls us to be like him. And I had prepared to, you know, start the show off like I normally do with help D help you. And I had, if you follow me on Instagram, you know that I've asked questions as it pertains to this topic. And everybody gave really great answers and I had every intention on sharing them with you and us discussing it. But as y'all know, God does what he wants to do and he has just called us to go into a different direction. So I'm just going to get right into our cake and punch segment, if you will. But I first just want to start off with the topic at hand And I guess my original goal for the episode and then how it has now changed or what you're going to basically hear for or hear today. So I think the last episode that I posted was in August. I know that for sure. Um, I don't remember (laughs) when exactly it was, but I know that I began planning this episode at the end of August, so like August 20th or 22nd or something like that. And 
I wanted us to, or I guess my goal was that as believers, I think we kind of get caught up in how we present ourselves to the world or how the world is perceiving us. Am I being the best representative of Christ? And while that is okay, I've learned just by studying and talking to God as it pertains to this topic that yes, it's important how we show up in the world. And yes, our actions do matter, but it's not really about what we do. It's about who we are. And the reason I say that is because God has been dealing with me personally, just when it comes to certain things, we can do so much and we can present ourselves as being like the quote unquote best Christian or whatever. But if you have a bad attitude or if your heart posture just isn't right, that can come across as fake because who you are does not align with the persona that you're putting on or how the world is viewing you just from the surface level. And so that's something that I really wanted to come after today to make sure that we just understand where our hearts lie and how that aligns with what exactly we're doing. And so I had this whole lesson planned out about um, the Beatitudes and making sure that we're always representing the fruits of the spirit, that our lives are representations of that, that we are um, putting ourselves in the posture of those things, those fruits. And then, um, I don't know, as time went on, I just wasn't as confident as I wanted to be in presenting presenting this to you guys. And usually when that happens, that means like God is dealing with me in something or I'm just like, I have a block going on, like I'm in a funk and like my creative juices aren't flowing. It It's always one of those two. And so usually when that happens, I just sit on it. Like I go to something else. I'll pray about pray about it, circle back to it and then you know, if God doesn't say anything or if he gives me the okay, then I will come on here and present it. But for some reason, it just, I just wasn't, I wasn't messing with it. It was not, (laughs) it wasn't giving what it was supposed to give. And so I just sat on it and I sat and I sat and before you know it, it was September. And at the beginning of this month, I, had things going on where I knew I wasn't going to be able to film. Like I went on vacation. I went to this retreat, all of that. And it was during those times that God really like met me. And then that's when the light bulb went off. So I didn't want to give it away, but I'm just going to go ahead and say it. So today we're basically talking about humility and being humble And God basically revealed to me just kind of checking me about like my heart posture and just things that I've been dealing with recently. And 
he's just been telling me like, you need to be more humble. Like, where is your humility at? And that's when the light bulb clicked. Like, in order to truly be Christ-like, that comes with a lot of humility. Like, so I'll just use myself as an example. So like I said, at the beginning of the year, I went on these trips and I went on a retreat and all of this stuff. And I went on a retreat at the first of the month. And it was just a really good experience. I always love going to retreats and conferences that just allow me to be surrounded by people who are Christian and who are like-minded. This one in particular was really special because I got to go with my mom and I got to be around just all women of all walks of life, African-American women at that. And I don't know. I just love being around older women. I like just clinging to their wisdom and hearing what they have to say. And the whole time I was just sitting back absorbing, like I didn't really say too much while I was there because I was just taking it all in. And I found myself being kind of ashamed, just hearing like what these ladies have went through and how like stuff that would have definitely taken me out of here. They're standing 10 toes down and still saying how good God is and still thanking him for even the things that they went through that were hard because they just know like that was him building their character. And it just really struck a chord with me because I've been in a season lately where me and God have just been not really going at it because <laughs> I haven't really been fighting him, but I just, I've been really frustrated with him because I'm not where I want to be or not where I expected to be at this point in my life. I've said that so many times on this episode, I mean, on this podcast, but that's just the, the truth. Like I've been in a really frustrating season. Things are not going the way I thought they would go. I'm not as happy as I feel like I should be. Like, it's just a lot going on. And I've been really frustrated and annoyed with God. Like, I just don't really, I still listen to him, you know, <laughs> like I kind of, I can't ignore him. I still listen to what he has to say, but it's just really like, uh, whatever sometimes. And I just felt God saying to me, like, girl, how dare you? Like, what are you even complaining about? There's there is stuff that could really be going on that I've been shielding you from, and you just really need to get out of yourself, get a hold of yourself, and be humble because it's not that deep. Like, I'm taking you through a season for a reason, you're gonna thank me later, and you need to just get over it. <laughs> and so, that's what I'm really coming to talk to us today about okay so I'm not going to ramble anymore we're going to get to the good stuff I'm going to be looking down a lot because I wrote down so many notes that God has given me and I just want to give y'all and I want to make sure that I say it correctly and adequately
because y'all know how I could get. I could just start talking and talking and then, yeah. So <laughs> we're going to get to it. So if you have your charts from the last episode or the notes that you took, I want you to just go ahead and pick up where you left off. Um, if you're not talking, if you don't know what chart I'm talking about, it's the chart um, that says God's gender role. And so we're going to be discussing the first bubble that is under task and roles. And that is be like God slash Christ like. So that's where we're going to start off. If you can recall, during the last episode, we understand in Genesis chapter 1, verses 26 and 27, that God created us all, men and women, to be like him. And y'all know that I am big on words, and we're going to get into some definitions. So I want to first highlight the word like. I know y'all probably are thinking, I already know what like means, but just stick with me, follow me, and write it down. So like in general means to find agreeable, enjoyable, or satisfactory. I'm going to repeat it again. Like means to find agreeable, enjoyable, or satisfactory. So something that I found out when I was researching this whole thing that was kind of interesting to me is that when you add like to a word, it changes the meaning of the general word. Not only when you add it, it depends on where you add it. So adding like to the end of the word means to be similar to and adding like to the beginning of the word means to act like or to appear in a certain way. So I'm going to repeat that again. Adding like to an end of a word means to be similar to adding like to the beginning of a word means to act like or to appear in a certain way. For the longest time, I've heard it done and I've done it myself. We use the terms to be like Christ and to be Christ-like interchangeably when in fact they don't mean the same thing. Because as I read um, a few seconds ago, when you add like to the beginning or the end of a word, it changes the meaning. And Adding like to the beginning of the word does not mean the same as adding like to the end of the word. So I want us to recognize now knowing that if we are being like Christ or if we are being Christ-like. So just to go back, like I mentioned earlier, being like something or when you add like to the beginning of a word, it means to act like or to appear in a certain way. So if you are like Christ, that means you are acting or appearing to act like him. Does that make sense? If you are Christ-like, 
adding like to the end of the word, it means you are similar to him. When something appears to be a certain way, like when you say I'm like something, it gives room to question the integrity of it or like the meaning of it. Meaning that it can look a certain way, but in reality, it isn't that. And then when something is similar to something, that means there are differences, but you would really have to analyze it or look really closely to tell what the differences are. So basically, the two entities are very closely related. So at first glance, you can't really tell them apart or by definition, you can't really tell the difference, but there are slight differences. So now knowing that, I ask you again, are you like Christ or are you Christ-like? So while you think about that, <laughs> we're going to get into some scripture. And so in order to answer the question that I asked, we have to understand who Christ is and the characteristics he possesses. So we're going to turn to Philippians chapter 2, verse 1 through 16. I'm reading the, tra the Passion Translation today. And before I read, I just want to explain this because someone did ask me a few episodes ago and I never addressed it. They basically asked, like, why do you change translations or how do you go about picking a particular translation to read? And to be honest with you, reading the Bible sometimes is a little hard to understand. And so I, when I'm reading or just studying it, I read different translations to try to really get what is being said in the scripture. And so whatever translation I run across that helps me to easily understand the scripture, then I'll just use that to read to you guys or to explain exactly what I got from the scripture. So that's why I choose different translations. It's not really a super significant reason behind it. I know a lot of people, um, like when I was growing up in church, were like, if it's not the King James Version or if it's not the New King James Version, then it's not real or it's um, misinterpretation. I don't believe none of that. I'm not knocking you if you do, but that's just how I go about picking the different translations. So again, we're going to read Philippians chapter 2, verses 1 through 16. I know that's a lot of verses, but don't worry. I'm going to read all of them to you, and we're going to kind of break it down a little bit. So the scripture says, Look at how much encouragement you found in your relationship with the anointed one. You are filled to overflowing with his comforting love. You have experienced a deepening friendship with the Holy Spirit and have felt his tender affection and mercy. So I'm asking you, my friends, that you be joined together in perfect unity with one heart, one passion, and united in one love. Walk together with one 
harmonious purpose, and you will fill my heart with unbounded joy. Be free from pride-filled opinions, for they will only harm your cherished unity. Don't allow self-promotion to hide in your hearts, but in authentic humility, put others first and view others as more important than yourselves. Abandon every display of selfishness. Possess a greater concern for what matters to others instead of your own interests. And consider the example that Jesus, the anointed one, has set before us. Let his mindset become your motivation. He existed in the form of God, yet he gave no thought to seizing equality with God as his supreme prize. Instead, he emptied himself out his outward glory by reducing himself to the form of a lowly servant. He became human. He humbled himself and became vulnerable, choosing to be revealed as a man and was obedient. He was a perfect example, even in his death, a criminal's death by crucifixion, because of that obedience. Because of that obedience, God exalted him and multiplied his greatness. He has now been given the greatest of all names. The authority of the name of Jesus causes every knee to bow in reverence. Everything and everyone will one day submit to his name in the heavenly realm and in the earthly realm and in the demonic realm. And every tongue will proclaim in every language, Jesus Christ is Lord Yahweh, bringing glory and honor to God, his father. My beloved ones, just like you've always listened to everything I've taught you in the past, I'm asking you now to keep following my instructions as though I were right there with you. Now you must continue to make this new life fully manifested as you live in the holy awe of God, which brings you trembling into his presence. God will continually revitalize you and planting within you the passion to do what pleases him. Live a cheerful life without complaining or division among yourselves. For then you will be seen as innocent, faultless, and pure children of God, even though you live in the midst of a brutal and, and perverse culture. For you will appear among them as shining lights in the universe, offering them the words of eternal life. I haven't labored among you for nothing, for your lives are the fruit of my ministry and will be my glorious boast at the unveiling of Christ. Okay, so just a little background about Philippians. I think that this book is very credible as far as like in reference to what we're talking about because the posture in which this book was written in, Paul wrote this during like what I feel like would be the toughest time in anybody's life. He was in prison and specifically in chapter two, even though he was in prison, he was instructing, instructing the church on how to live by taking on a mindset that was Christ-like while still existing in a cruel world. Because that's exactly what he was going through. He was in prison being mistreated, but he was still evangelizing and using the gift that God gave him and still representing himself as being Christ-like. 
And so I encourage you to read the chapter two to its entirety because it speaks more about just having a Christ-like character, specifically in like, I think verses 12, yeah, verses 12 through 30, it talks about um, having a Christ-like character. But I thought it was important to highlight the beginning verses because it talks more about the ways in which Jesus walked in humility and how in order to live a life that is Christ-like, we have to humble ourselves daily. Um, I'll say, I'll say too, that something I want to point out is in order to be humble or to have humility, we have to take on the posture of a servant. And it talks a little bit about that in the scripture. It says like humility and servanthood is the modest or like lowest view of oneself or one's importance. And so it's free of pride, free of arrogance, all of that. And so in order for us to be humble or to take on or to be Christ-like, we have to present ourselves in that manner and which is a manner of being in servanthood. So some key elements that I want to highlight from this scripture that I think will help us just better walk this thing out is to be Christ-like, we need community. So in verse two, where it says, So I'm asking you, my friends, that you be joined together in perfect unity with one heart, one passion and united in one love. Walk together with one harmonious purpose and you will fill my heart with unbounded joy. It just goes to tell me that. Sometimes it just helps to be reminded of the end goal and to be surrounded by people who have the same end goal in mind. And that's all I really have to say about that. Another point, to be Christ-like, you must take on the posture of humility, like I mentioned before. Verses 3 through 8 says, Be freed from pride-filled opinions, for they will only harm your cherished unity. Don't allow self-promotion to hide in your hearts, but in authentic humility, put others first and view others as more important than yourselves. Abandon every display of selfishness, possess a greater concern for what matters to others instead of your own interests, and consider the example that Jesus, the anointed one, has set before us. Let his mindset become your motivation. He existed in the form of God, yet he gave no thought to seizing equality with God as his supreme prize. He humbled himself and became vulnerable choosing to be revealed as a man and was obedient. He was a perfect example, even in his death, a criminal's death by crucifixion. And basically this is saying that Jesus was the ultimate example of what it means to be humbled. Because he is Christ and we are striving to be similar to him, we're striving to be Christ-like, we must take on the same posture of humility and selflessness. God is not asking us to die physically because Jesus already did that for us. 
but he is asking us to die spiritually by being servants that glorify him through the way we live our lives. And so the last point that I want to say is to be Christ-like means you have something to show for it. So in verse 16, the second part of verse 16, it says, I haven't labored among you for nothing, for your lives are the fruit of my ministry and will be my glorious boast at the unveiling of Christ. Basically, what it's saying here is that, this was Paul talking, by the way, you can see evidence today of the work that Paul and the work that Jesus has done through our lives today. Therefore, the labor that they have done did not go in vain because we are the evidence of that. And so that tells me that the labor that we do will produce some type of fruit. It's just a matter of what kind of fruit it will produce. And so as believers, we want to always produce good fruit, specifically fruit that represents Christ. So that kind of goes back to what I said earlier when I was talking about, you know, like it's okay to be mindful of how you represent yourself. And even though that's not the focus of today's episode, that still matters. What we do in this world matters because it produces fruit. And we want to make sure that we are doing good work so that we can produce good fruit. So if you don't take away anything else, or if you just feel like, girl, I don't know what you're saying. You're talking too much. I'm going to sum it up for you. God commands us both men and women to be Christ-like. And being Christ-like takes humility. Cling to God's word. Surround yourself with other people who understand this thing and who are striving to live their lives accordingly and you will be fine <laughs> that's it I God has really been dealing with me about being humbled he's been checking me about my attitude um, towards him and just towards light life in general and how sometimes I could be very ungrateful and impatient when I don't and impatient and impatient when I don't get the things that I want. Um, I even feel like um, he's been coming after my appearance a little bit to kind of humble me, um, which is why, you know, I came on here with not a stitch of makeup on. You can see all of my flaws. You can see the little bumps that are now coming onto my face, you know, Real quick, let's just talk about this. If you're an adult and if you're a woman and you had clear skin all your life like me and then now all of a sudden as an adult you want to have teenage acne, it's really ghetto out here. But you know what? I I feel like that's God <laughs> working on my humility. And so um, that's why I was just like, I'm going to come on here like this. This is how I be at home all the time anyway. So what better way 
to show humility than to come on here looking like who did it and why. <laughs> but that's besides the point. Um, I just hope that you guys understood what I was trying to say. Be humble, be humble, be humble. If you don't get it the way I'm saying it to you, go ahead and put on Kendrick Lamar. Be humble. And I feel like that's still a good representation of what I was trying to say. In order to be Christ-like, which is what God has called us to do, you have to be humble. You have to show humility. And you'll be fine. <laughs> All right. So I'm done with that. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I'm about to let you go. Today's episode is real short. Um, we're going to go into our next segment, which is fellowship. And, you know, that's just where we kick it and talk about stuff that's not really related to the topic, but just the overall podcast in general. And so I do have a few things that I want to talk to you guys about really quickly. Excuse me. So number one, I am looking for guests and co-hosts for next season. I already have my topic, my topics, I should say, or my theme for next season. I already have it. And I really need guest and co-host my goal because it's going to be a lot of episodes like I have so many so many ideas um I'm not going to share it with you guys yet just in case God changes his mind but so far I have so many ideas for the next season and it's very imperative that I have guests and co-hosts to talk about these topics my goal for the next season is not to have a single episode where it is just me. I need people to bounce ideas off off of to get different perspectives. So if that is you, if you are interested in being a guest or a co-host for next season, please hit me up. Let me know. Even if you comment under this video, I will see it. It's not that many of y'all and I'm always checking the views, the analytics, all of that. So if that is something you are interested in, please, please, please reach out to me. There are a few of you um, that I've talked to already that I will be reaching out to in regards to the next season. So stay tuned for that. But I really, really need guests and co-hosts, specifically more males. I would love to have a lot of men on this podcast for specific topics and I just feel like that's needed in the kingdom anyway we need more men that's out here stepping to the forefront and that's not afraid to talk about these types of things um if you are like uh, kind of on the fence you want to be on but you don't really know what it will entail the season before this one I had guests on and so go ahead and Go back to those episodes and just watch them and see kind of how we interacted. It probably probably will be that same type of format. I'm not 100% sure yet, but for the most part, it will be something similar to that. So if you're still on the fence and you need a little bit of encouragement, go ahead and watch those videos. Or as always, reach out to me. We could discuss it. We could set up a little powwow. But I do need guests on the show. Okay. Number two, 
like I mentioned last episode and you seen um, if you were listening or watching that we had two ads that um, are two businesses, I should say, that sponsored last last episode. And so I am looking to partner up with even more small businesses, um, churches. If you have a podcast, whatever it is, I'm interested in partnering up with you and collaborating with you so that I can promote your business or what you have going on on my platform. I don't have a huge, huge following, but I still have a following. We are viewed in a lot of different countries. And so if you are looking to partner up with me and purchase ad space for our podcast, hit me up as well. And we can discuss that too. Also, on YouTube, I get on average about 50 views per episode, and I only have 41 subscribers. So if you listen or if you watch us on YouTube and you really love that platform and you really love what we do here, please make sure you subscribe, that you like the video, you comment, you try to engage with us because that really helps push my podcast and push my channel to the algorithm. It helps to just present it to other people who may not um, see it on their regular feed. And so I just ask that you do your part if you love what we are doing here. If you don't like what we're doing here, please do not comment. Please do not dislike. Don't do none of that. Just exit the video. But if you love what we do here and you support us, please show your support by subscribing liking the video, commenting on the video, and sharing it with somebody that who needs it. The same thing goes with our Apple Podcast listeners, our Spotify listeners, Google Podcasts, whatever platform you listen to the podcast on. If you prefer to just listen to it, again, make sure you're subscribing there. Make sure you are downloading the episodes. You're giving us a rating Not just a five-star rating, but also commenting and letting us know what you really like. Again, if you don't like it, please don't comment saying nothing you dislike. Please. We're trying to push. We're trying to push this podcast. We're not trying to hinder it any more than I already do. So please, please, again, do your part. Support us. Like, comment, rate, subscribe, all of that. Lastly. Please follow me on my social media. Um, I am really only on Instagram. I do have Facebook and Snapchat. I don't have Twitter. But I don't really be on Facebook like that. That's more so for like, you know, my season saints or um, family, you know, older church people that I follow. That's really what Facebook is for. I'm not on there as much. So I don't really post much about the podcast on there. You can still follow me, though, if that's what you wish. But it's really important that you follow me on Instagram so that you are connected with me. You get updates about what's going on in my life. You get to know me a little bit more personally because I do post like personal things on there. 
And I also just update everyone about what's going on with the podcast. That's where I ask the help D help you questions. That's really where I interact with everyone. So if you would like to do that, please make sure you are following me on Instagram and I'll have all of that information down in the description box below, either on Apple Podcasts or any of those platforms as well as YouTube. I thought about making a separate Instagram account for the podcast, but to be honest, I don't really want to make another social media platform (laughs) because, you know, managing social media is a lot and I don't really get that much engagement. So I don't want to waste my time doing that. But if that's something that you guys would like to see, if you let me know, and if I get enough people to say, this is what we want, then of course I'll go ahead and do it just like I did with um, YouTube when you guys asked to see my face. So I'm always open to more ideas and all of that. Whatever y'all want, I'm here to give it to y'all, okay? All right. Well, I am done. I'm not going to hold y'all anymore. I think so. Yeah, I'm, I didn't got everything out. I'm done. I'm going to go ahead and pray for you guys. Also with that, I don't usually get around to it often, but if there is something in particular that you would like prayer for, you can always hit me up about that as well. Um, if you want me to pray about it on the episode, if you don't, if you want me to just pray about it in my private time, whatever the case may be, I am always open to interceding on you guys' behalf. So we're going to go ahead and pray and then I'm going to let y'all go. So bow your head and close your eyes. If you're comfortable with that or whatever posture of prayer you take, please take that at this time. Dear Heavenly Father, I just thank you once again for trusting me with the hearts and the minds of your people. I thank you for helping me to get out of myself and to still be able to pour into those who need it and to those who may be listening. I just ask that the words that were spoken today from you through me, that they aren't returned void, but that we're actually able to adhere to what you have said and really walk this thing out how you have called us to to be. I ask that you just help us to be more humble. You help us to be more like you. You make it more desirable for us as believers and um, just young people in general to want to be more like you and to do things for the kingdom in whatever way that may look like. Um, if there's something that I can do to help with that, God, I just ask that you make provision and you make a way for that. I ask that you touch everyone who is listening, who may just be in a season of frustration, confusion. They're not really sure if this is something that they even want to do anymore, but they're really, really trying God like this episode or my podcast is like the their only hope. I just ask that a light from you shines 
um, so that they can see that this is exactly where they're supposed to be and that whatever they're going through or whatever season they're in, it's all for a purpose and it's all for your glory and it's going to work out in the end. Everything that you put us through is for the betterment of us. And I just ask that you have mercy on your children, God, that, um, yeah, you just have mercy and you have grace on us as we are in this time of transition or as we're just in this very hard and laboring season. I ask that anybody who is on the verge of giving up, that you just give them that extra push and that extra strength to hang in there and to keep trying. Um, because even though it is rough sometimes, um, being under your will, it is far more worse when we are outside of it and when we are in this world. And so I just ask that um, you help us and you keep us. And I pray for everyone's safety. I pray for everyone's sanity. And I just ask that whatever they went through today or whatever they went through or whatever they've been going through, that it just gets better. I thank you again and I praise you for everything that you've done. And I thank you in advance for all of the things that you will do. In Jesus name, I pray. Amen. All right, y'all have a good one and I'll see y'all next week. I promise. <laughs> Bye.